Hey guys, this is Ryan from the show, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. Today, Jack and I want to bring you a Delta 8 partner that offers you a product that's designed to get your head out of the fog and into the clouds with IndiCloud Delta 8 Cannabis from IndiCloud.com. That is I-N-D-I-C-A-L-O-U-D.com. For those of you that have heard our interview with IndiCloud's SVP, Eric Recker, recently, you know that IndiCloud offers lab-tested cannabis products that are designed to keep you optimized and feeling good. From tasty gummies and expertly crafted pre-rolls, vape pens, or bulk flour, IndiCloud has you covered. Personally, I fell in love with their white CBG flour as it stands apart from any of the CBG that I've ever tried in the past. The best part of all of this, however, when you're at checkout, just add JACK20 for your promo code and you'll receive 20% off your entire order. Strawberry Cough, Bubba Kush, Superwoman CBD were just some of the strains that I tried, but there are just so many more. So make sure that you guys head over to IndiCloud.com today, enter JACK20, and you're going to get 20% off and have those amazing Delta 8 products shipped straight to your doorstep. Thanks, guys. And have a great day and enjoy the show. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. My name is Jack Stone, one half of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. We got Ryan Chavez over here. We have a really, really dope topic for you guys today. It's, uh, it's a little magical. So, Ryan, why don't you talk about what we got going on? What's going on, Ryan? Oh, my. We are heading into the world of mushrooms, ladies and gentlemen. And what? Yeah. Like, like, why would we why would a cannabis show, you know, just venture into mushrooms? I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, but, you know, (laughs) if it's not, that is the entire point of the show. Right. Today, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, magic mushrooms, um, non-psychoactive mushrooms we're going to be talking about the similarities and the differences between that and cannabis um and i and i just you know obviously want to thank everybody for coming back listening to another cool episode because this is going to be another topic that i think um is going to be very similar to cannabis it's already kind of going in that direction as far as the you know the the way we're pushing it across the country so new frontier today you can get a lot of this stuff on amazon believe it or not yep talk about that and uh, I think, you know, the, the main reason why this is a really important topic is because similar to Cannabis Jack, mushrooms have so much therapeutic potential and they are being smothered, um, you know, for, for you know, as, as far as like being put in the limelight um, by, you know, the same similar groups and, and for the same similar reasons. And uh, it's it's taking a lot of opportunity for people to opportunity away, I should say, for people to utilize mushrooms to get better. So Jack, what are your thoughts on today's show? It's going to be a little similarity with this, don't you? Yeah. So (laughs) I've, I've consumed mushrooms before a few times and, um, it is, it's, it's great. It can be great experiences. It can be strange experiences. I think uh, a lot of it is your environment. The dosage is huge. Um, but you know, a lot like, with the world uh, and where it's at today, you see like cannabis is like, you know, it's going towards that legal destination and like, uh, you know, the Senate, mm-hmm. the Senate's, uh, it's in, the Senate, the house, like hopefully it's passed the president. Yeah. We get this all up and running, but like, um, you know, psilocybin's right there. What is it? Um, uh, in East, East side, no, the West, side? the West side, the West side, Jesus Christ. Uh, Portland, 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 Portland. 
Portland, yeah, Oregon. They, uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, it's early for me. Recreationally, it's it's okay to do over there, you know, and it's cannabis too. So it's yeah. Like, well, it's decriminalized, yeah. isn't it? Or is Decrim- it? Did, yeah. did it get? Oh no! Did it, yeah, I think it might. A have lot been. of places have decriminalized. Yeah, I, and I actually, I know that they're. You're right. There's there's places that are kind of really pushing, if not already, to make it legal, and very similar to cannabis. I feel like, and and like this is also something that has been shown, and we'll talk about this a little bit today to be used for thousands of years in human cultures and traditions and, and all that good stuff. So um, I think the, the first thing, you know, we'll talk about the non-psychoactive mushrooms first, and mm-hmm. then we'll talk about the psychoactive mushrooms after that. And when we talk about non-psychoactive mushrooms, Jack, I think you and I are both pretty familiar with this, uh, actually. And, you know, both of us are taking these, I, I believe, as supplementation. <clears throat> but... Um, when you're looking at everything in a whole, I would kind of look at like THC and 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 uh, psilocybin as being very similar, and then CBD and not, um, non-psychoactive nootropics being very similar for mushrooms. And so we're going to dive into both. It's very hard to split them up into two separate groups. I'd say just cannabis and mushrooms is the way you separate them. Because yeah. you talk about like non-psychoactive cannabis, and there's so many different cannabinoids. It's not just CBD. Same thing with mushrooms, right? So um, I think we should talk about nootropics first. That's what I wanted to kind of jump in first, because people have probably maybe have heard of this, maybe you haven't, but if you haven't, and you're really looking to upgrade like your mental game, your immunity game, right? Like why would you not be looking to upgrade these things and optimize these things? It's this topic that we want to be jumping into. So what are they? Um, Nootropics are drugs, supplements, and other substances that are claimed to improve cognitive function particularly executive functions, attention, attention, memory, creativity, or motivation in healthy individuals. So examples of some of these, Jack, obviously we know cannabis can do that. Um, yep. We've seen it do that as, you know, helping improve neural pathways, creativity, just overall cognitive function. We talk about how it helps with motivation, things like that. Um, others, however, I think it's kind of interesting when you talk about nootropics, uh, include caffeine, Ritalin, L-theanine, creatine, ginseng, ginkgo biloba, nicotine, and several Mm. more. So there's a few in there that you've probably just heard, Jack, that you probably don't want to be too well familiar or too familiarized with, right? Like obviously nicotine has been, has been an issue. Ritalin has been an issue, right? Mm. Um, It has helped. It's also been, been a problem. It's not the safest thing that, that you could be taking. So there's a, a lot of different ways that, that you can stimulate your mental activities using this classification of, of entheogens, what they're called. Um, but we want to make sure that, you know, when we're using this type of supplementation, we're going to have a long-term positive effect. And that's why we want to not look at things like Ritalin and nicotine and some of these other synthetic options that uh, are categorized as nootropics. So non-psychoactive nootropic mushrooms, such as lion's mane, chaya, cordyceps, reishi, are some of these options that we can be considering and all of these um, in some capacity, I mean, especially like lion's mane, cordyceps, and reishi, I've been taking pretty regularly um, for the past few years and absolutely have have noticed like a change. And and just like you've heard of some of these and I'll just, I'm going to run through some of these that are in there and I want to ask you your thoughts because I I believe you're taking these too. But lion's mane, um, this is a nootropic, a non-psychoactive, Room. Yep. It's really good for mental performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, and it's, it's, it, you've, you've probably heard a ton about it in Western culture. 
probably heard about it. Listen, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've heard about lion's mane. Um, it's been a part of the Chinese and Japanese medicine for centuries, and um, it, it's typically a drink or a tablet is the way it's like a powder, and that's how you would typically consume this. Um, chaga is a mushroom that actually grows on <laughs> trees. It's like a birch tree ch- uh, mushroom, and um, again, has been used for you know centuries for like the soothing properties that it provides. Uh, reishi helps perform helps support a healthy immune system and also promoting natural energy. Uh, again, has been used in Chinese and Eastern medicine for over two thousand years and is commonly called the king of all mushrooms. Believe it oh. or not, I'd say maybe reishi, CBD, like cannabis, right? Reishi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reishi, reishi. The, yeah, the king of mushrooms and uh, king of mushrooms. It it, it it um it's known to really help you with your immune system. And so, like, just kind of strengthen that. And cordyceps uh, has been known for its physical performance benefits. Um, so originally used by high-altitude Tibetan herdsmen, it's now used mainly to support energy, stamina, and athletic performance. So um, there's just, like, so many ways that you can, you can like, implement this. And, Jack, mm-hmm. you actually, I know, take, you were telling me actually a few weeks ago when we were talking about this type of stuff, you take a you have a drink, right? And we should put a link to this, but you want to talk about that for a second? Cause I know that this is something that you've been utilizing and that you really like. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of uh, he, Tim Ferriss talks about mushrooms. Um, the guy who did the four, four hour work week. And, um, the, you, you hear a lot about them. Like they have a lot of supplements and things like for focus. So there's a, and me personally, like, um, I wanted to get into this stuff, but it's hard, um, to find something that really works. But, um, what I did was I um, I have stomach issues sometimes. They talk about in the show. Uh, sometimes I can't drink yep. coffee. So and I noticed like with my job, I'm drinking more coffee. I'm like out and about, just like hopefully you guys are all more out and about at you know, bars and and and, and uh, getting more coffee out in the run, more at <laughs> Starbucks. So like I've noticed like it's been really messing with me. So I've decided to take a step away from coffee. You mean some of you guys mm-hmm. have probably heard of this stuff called. Mud water. We don't have a, you know, this isn't a, we're not plugging them. Or I anything. didn't hear about it until you told me about yeah. it, but yeah, so, you should definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So mud waters is really, they, we'll they market it really it. good. Yeah. We'll put a link to it. Mud water is essentially, it's uh great it's, marketing. It's, yep. It's like it's four different types of mushrooms. It's the, the ones that Ryan just slipped off. Um, they have a uh, uh, cocoa powder or cocoa powder. And um, I think it's got some coconut. You have turmeric's in there mm-hmm. and then yeah. uh, you take, it's like a powder. You put like a tablespoon in, you put half of a boiling water. They give a really good frother. This is like the best frother I've ever seen. Like it's super powerful, super fast. Yeah. Like wow. it's a really good power uh, frother. You put the frother in. How does it in. taste? Does it taste? It's a great yeah, question. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. You put the frother um, in. So you put the frother in and it fucking it d- dissolves it. And then you could throw in, they, they suggest they give you some other things like, uh, like coconut cream um, or MCT mm. oil. Um, there's different recipes yeah. to it too, but uh, they, they, they usually recommend putting like coconut cream in, but I didn't do that. It's still really good. It's amazing. You do, you, you blend it, you drink it. It tastes like, what's it taste like? It's called mud water. Cause it looks mud. It looks like a light Brown color, but it's like a thick light Brown color. Mm-hmm. So it looks like mud, but it's yeah. like, it's good. It's like, I'm trying to think what it tastes like. It's kind of, it's a different taste, but it's, uh, Oh man, it's hard to tell. It's hard to describe. It's is like it, it's is got, it like sweet? 
Is it sweet at all? It's like, got a spice to is it. it. Like is it kick. an acquired taste? No, I don't think it's acquired. I like oh, wow. it. It's, a, it's like a spicy kick to it. It's not sweet, but it's like it's got a spicy like taste to it. It's almost like a tea, but like a thicker tea. But it's got like a huh. kick to it, like a spicy right. kick to it. I don't know. I like it. It's like a uh, thick, a thick, spicy, kicky tea. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. I have it's, not. It's good. Um, I like it, and, and you feel you. I I get a boost when I drink it. Like a few minutes after I I drink it, I, I usually get like a boost. It's good. Um, yeah, mud water. Yeah, so yeah, and they market really well. Like you get the I got like the starter kit. It's like a box, and they put mm-hmm. coconut uh cream in it. Like yeah, in bag, and they have a really cool well. website too. Yeah, so, they're marketing. So we don't have a, we don't have a code or anything. Yeah, we, we don't have a code or one. anything for them, but we definitely will. But yeah, check them out. Probably can. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll put a link on there. You guys should check it out if yep. you're listening. Like, we'll it's, it's, it could be shipped right to your door, right, Jack? You just ordered it and oh, it's yeah. shipped right to your door. They mail it right to you. you it's, like, it, yeah, it's like a really cool yeah. little black canister, It's like, and it tells you exactly mm-hmm. what's in it, and you scoop it and blend. It tells you exactly what to do. It's amazing. And they, they got funny, yeah. funny copy, too. So it's like, oh, welcome. It's like the magic water. So it's like mushroom. It's like it's like it's like a mushroom coffee in a way, um, with some turmeric, which is yeah. we've talked about turmeric before. It's one of the healthiest things. It's great for inflammation, great for your gut. So it's it's been it's pretty yeah. good. It's it gives you a boost and it's it's good for you. You, know, you don't feel because coffee sometimes you, they, I've seen the commercials right. like, like they it makes you feel kind of like you get like the burnout. Like uh, what is it when you're yeah. drained from coffee if you drink too much coffee? So you don't yeah, get that. With you this get stuff. that brain fog and yeah. like. Yeah, it, it's like a it's like a foggy come down basically from yeah. the caffeine and, and, and almost irritable too. And yeah, yeah, I'm it, like I get kind more of, coffee. Yeah, that's <laughs> caffeine. Yeah, yeah. It, caffeine's a nootropic too, but like you know, it definitely Too is a nootropic, and I use it for the same purposes. The hippie speedball from Stephen yeah. Kotler. Remember the caffeine, the exercise, and the the cannabis. Um, you know, so so definitely, I think like, but you want to go and just like anything in moderate you know, proportions, because I'm sure if you do, well, if you do, we know if you do a ton of cannabis, that's not always the best thing and to make you optimize. Right. And same thing with mushrooms. So, um, that's a really good point. Check out, we're going to put a link on that. Check out yeah. the mud water. Cause that is, I think a really cool, uh, option that a lot of people are, may not know about that. We'll start hearing more about, I think. Um, but from there, I mean, now we want to talk about like, you know, obviously the fun stuff too, which is, which I think that they're all fun. They can all make life fun, but we talk about, you know, party sometimes with these types of drugs, the party aspect of it. And that's with psilocybin. And I don't know why it say it's like a party aspect, but psilocybin is the, the, uh, the part of mushrooms that will, you know, obviously uh, take you to that other space that you're looking to go to, if, if that's what you're looking to do. Um, and so just what is it, right? So let's just start there. So it, it's it's psilocybin, magic mushrooms, right? It's the, mm-hmm. the main compound of magic mushrooms. Uh, but it's a naturally occurring, specifically psilocybin is a naturally occurring psychedelic pro-drug compound produced by more than 400, to, I'm sorry, produced by more than 200 species of fungi. And this is from Wikipedia, our trusty source here. Uh, the most potent are members of the genus psilocybe, um, such as, geez, there's a few that I will just put these in the notes. They're just those long Latin words, right? Uh, but psilocybin has also been isolated from about a dozen other genera. Psilocybin itself is biologically inactive, but is quickly converted by the body to psil- to um, psilocin. So it's kind of like how you have THCA that gets combusted and turned into the non-acidic form of THC, right? So it's kind of like what happens with psilocybin and um, 
uh, psilocin as well when it goes into the body. This has mind-altering effects similar to some aspects of LSD, mescaline, and DMT. Um, these, you know, in general, these effects include euphoria, visual, and mental hallucinations, changes in perception, a distorted sense of time, and perceived spiritual experiences. Cool. Uh, it can also include possible adverse reactions such as nausea and panic attacks, all very similar to cannabis. Um, however, I think we'll talk about this in a little bit. The experience itself, I think, is not exactly very similar. But these side effects that we're talking about kind of are, which is kind of weird. Um, it doesn't really make sense in some sense, but we'll talk about that more. Uh, so it's a psychoactive, just like THC, and they both have a very long history of being used as plant medicines, right? And and really to help expand human consciousness. That's like some similarities and like main talking points. So like, I'm just curious, Jack, they're, they're both plant entheogens, which means like they're naturally psychoactive, you know, uh, compounds that we're going to be able to find in nature. What um, do you think, like, like do you, what is your opinion on the difference between the cannabis high, the THC high, and the psilocybin high? It's a good question. If you can put it in words. <laughs> and I'll try and put my experience in words as well. Yeah, I have so, a, a, an right. <laughs> so, one, it depends on, like, there's a lot of factors here because, like, it depends on your strength. Yeah. Just like just like cannabis, mushroom, they, they, the strains vary, the types vary, you know, your plant varies uh, and on the effects. Uh, so... That's one of the big things with uh, with with with, with the, the difference, but with cannabis, I feel like it's more of a um, it's like a chill. Like uh, it depends if you're doing an edible, it's like a full body. So I think um, cannabis is more of a uh, like more relaxed, like focused, um, kind of high. Whereas in uh, uh, mushrooms, is more of like a idea creative. I know there's some strands that can trigger. They have some similar effects with cannabis, but like THCO too, but um, with the psychoactive effects. But with mushrooms, it's more of like a creative. Like you see, like you could potentially see things that aren't there because your mind is like. Yeah, I know when I like a few times I've taken mushrooms. Like the the sizes vary. Like someone's someone's ear will be big, yes. and then like the, if I was in, I was in a tent one time, the tent shot up like ten stories high. I'm like, Whoa! So it's like right. things that are you know you their perceptions off, or the colors are more vibrant. Or like you see like shapes in the clouds. It's like, and I think that's why a lot of people do microdosing with psilocybin and mushrooms, especially like mm -hmm. in the like the tech space. Like they're trying to be more creative, so they like they'll, they'll, they'll microdose little bits of psilocybin, so you get those creative effects that mushrooms do have. But I felt that, so yeah. I think cannabis is more like um, chill, focused, relaxed, and then mushrooms is more like creative, like fun nature too. You gotta do it in nature. Like I've heard yeah. so many like I mean. Everybody's different, but from the majority of people I hear, if you consume mushrooms in nature, like if you do on like a hike or like with friends camping, it's like it's very like mm -hmm. in touch with with Mother Nature. And it feels amazing. Yeah, I, I also it's like I feel like for me at least, cannabis. The main difference, in my opinion, is that like the difference between the two is I like it's not that I'm any less conscious of what's happening when I'm using mushrooms. I feel like, and this just may be because I'm more like used to it. I feel like cannabis is more, not like intelligently designed, but it's more like designed to be utilized on a day in a daily basis. Like, like, like I can still use high THC cannabis, like my Jack Herrera that I like to use 
you know, for productivity and be productive during the day. Right. I don't like, like, I don't know, you know, and still maintain nor like I go running and I do like, I do shit on that. Right. Like, is it helps with that? The mm-hmm. focus for me, um, for mushrooms, I don't think I would have like, like it's a, it's, it's productive in a different way. If I'm sitting down to like, maybe do some coloring or like writing or reading even, possibly there's an option there maybe or maybe if i just want to like think but like or go out for a walk like you said very much in nature like um there's an affinity to want to be in nature when you're utilizing mushrooms as well and i think with cannabis sometimes also um a lot of times with cannabis but uh for me i i just get the sense like and again maybe my tolerance is probably not it's definitely not as high with with mushrooms as it would be with cannabis but the cannabis high at my highest points, I feel like I can still be productive. Whereas the mushroom high at my highest points, I don't feel like I was able to be productive. With that being said, we don't know a lot about mushrooms as much as we do about cannabis and the different strains. It's very possible that there are strains of mushrooms that I'm just not familiar with that could put you in a similar space to allow you to be mentally, physically productive, just like cannabis can do with high THC strains. So it's, there's so much research to be done, but, but, but my, general take on the two of them is that like how do you does that make sense to you like yeah like i does i think i honestly think your your dose is a big uh like that's gonna be a big def uh you know factor here because if you're doing if you're micro dosing like you're not so much but you'll Mm -hmm. still get some of those effects but if you're taking an eighth of mushrooms yeah I wouldn't go back to work if I was taking. <laughs> you're right. You're, and this is, yeah, you're right. You're right. You, you can't. So you absolutely can do it on a daily basis, and that's becoming that's becoming a thing to, to microdose this stuff on a regular basis, right? And it's yeah. like you bring up that. That's a really good point. Um, the 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 main thing I think that I find is again just for me, and the same could be the thing for mushrooms, is that I just find on high doses I'm more functional. But mm-hmm. I don't know, like. Again, I got to do more research right. myself, but that seems to be it. And, and just kind of like the general and the, the whole the whole hallucin, hallucinogenic thing is real, too, because, um, yeah, you know, I, I would utilize that. And then you see like if you see like a pattern on your wood floor, you know how like the wood has little like <laughs> yep. patterns and you're looking at a wood floor. That shit will start moving yep. <laughs> when you're not a low dose of, of psilocybin. Right. Which not in a bad way, but like, I'll be like, I was, you know, stretching on the floor and all of a sudden I just start seeing things like shift. And yeah. Move. And I, it was cool. It wasn't like, and then I just look up and it's done. Right. Like yeah. it's more like when you focus and you daze and you just kind of let loose. So I think that part is really interesting. And, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, mainly how I feel like, you know, some of those are, are different or similar, I should say, or both. But, um, you know, they both have been used in historically in religion, too, which I thought is really interesting. And mm-hmm. I was reading about magic mushrooms. Um, one ex, uh, excerpt that I was reading, there's a book called The Sacred Mushroom and the Cross, uh, which offers um, evidence about mushrooms being used in Christianity years ago. Uh, The author of this book, John Marco Allegro argues that Jesus Christ was a figure created by ancient Christians while under the influence of magic mushrooms during fertility, uh, during fertility ceremonies, which is really interesting. Who knows? But like the theory was first met with a lot of criticism now is gaining some steam actually. So it's like, I, that's like, that's like one of the, the strangest historical facts that I found, but like otherwise I think it just goes to show that like mushrooms for sure have been just like cannabis part of the historical, you know, uh, regimen of humans utilizing yeah. it for spiritual and even you know, 
mental purposes. So, um, it's, uh, you know, they both help with like healing trauma. They both help with, you know, helping you become closer and attached and all that stuff. So it makes a lot of sense. Now, let's get into like the research of it, right? We talk about how it makes you feel. We talk about some high level stuff. We talk about some historical stuff. The research, there actually is a little bit of research and we're getting it's still similar to cannabis. It's all outlawed. But at the same time, like we're in a place now where we're able to start getting some some good stuff out of it. Um there is research on psilocybin and uh, depression. So yes. Johns Hopkins University uh, actually showed that um, patients with clinical depression were 54% more likely to be in remission after their oh trials with psilocybin. Gosh. And so, um, yeah, so, so we're finding that it may be as equally as effective as cannabis for treating, you know, trauma-related PTSD, anxiety, drug addiction, things yeah. like that. So that's really cool. Um, I thought this is a really cool research fact that I found as well. Um, and we'll post, I have links and we'll post all this stuff, obviously, sure. like we usually do. Uh, CBD, CBD seems to be most similar in effect to psilocybin mushrooms as both seem to affect the brain's default mode network, the DMN, which is a network of interacting brain regions that is active when a person is not focused on the outside world, which is the entire problem with what probably the biggest problem with human society today is that not that like we're, you know, being chased and killed by lions anymore, but the fact that we're thinking about the past and the future, and we have very little ability to cut that off. Right. Right. And so what this does with CBD and, and, and cannabis and, and psilocybin, what they can do is they can help you just kind of get out of that. Right. They help you get out of that and they put you in a different space. And just when you're in that space, not, focusing on those types of things on the outside world you're focusing on the inside world and you're focusing on you and you're focusing on the present moment and that's that when you're focusing on the present moment is when you're most at peace and when you're able to be most productive and when you're able to get shit done <laughs> right so that is really like you know a really good argument for productivity with mushrooms as well when you do it in a microdose fashion as we were just talking about a second ago so um you know i i think that's a very very cool uh, you know, option to help with, you know, CBD and, and mushrooms for like depression, anxiety, PTSD, autism, all those different things it consists with. It's also, both are also shown cannabis and psilocybin to affect the serotonin receptors, which I think is something that people are also familiar with. Um, psilocybin has a long lasting effect when it, it, it interacts with the serotonin receptors, whereas cannabis is more of a short acting effect, right? So you use cannabis, you get a serotonin spike, you know, you take a joint, you hit a joint, a few hours, you get that serotonin spike, and then you're kind of like done with it after that, right? Um, so psilocybin uh, definitely can affect the serotonin receptors in a more long-lasting fashion, which is why a lot of the times you're going to see people use, you know, magic mushrooms, not on a daily basis, but some more often like on a monthly or quarterly basis or something like that. If you're going to, again, we have people that microdose, and I do think that probably can be a thing. Um, but it just tends to be the case that cannabis is used on a more regular basis and, and mushrooms is more of a, a every now and then basis. And, and that often is because of the way the serotonin receptors are affected. Whereas, you know, where we're seeing the mushrooms have a long lasting effect on those where cannabis is more short acting. So I think that, you know, obviously is, is, uh, is, is interesting. And the big thing, I mean, this is just what I think we're always finding Jack in plant medicine is the entourage effect. Mm. We're finding the same entourage effect, which is all of these cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, they all work together to, um, to create a harmonious system and to bring balance within the body. And 
we're finding that mushrooms, whether it's magic mushrooms or whether it's non-psychoactive uh, neurotropic mushrooms, are doing the same exact thing. They're bringing, uh, and, and some of those, like you have psilocin, you have biocystin, you have norbocystin, norpsilocin. I don't think any of those are going to be mainstream terms like cannabinoids, but I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Um, Give it but time. Uh, they have a lot of neurogenic properties, right? Like a lot of really strong, like mental properties that are going to assist in, in improving your brain's function. Um, like a lot of those antidepressant brain boosting, uh, properties. Yes. So like the main difference, I just wanted to point out between the two, um, a few of the main differences, cause there's a ton of similarities, but legality, I mean, cannabis is so much more accepted at this yep. point than shrooms. And that's just obvious. Still early. I think that's going to change because shrooms, shrooms are also shown to be somehow more safe than cannabis, which I don't even know how you do that and prove that, but that it's does seem plants. to be the case that shrooms have even less emergency room visits, it seems, than cannabis. But um, cannabis is, you know, for that reason, uh, more of like a, like a, utilizes like a daily supplement, which I think we just kind of went over and, and shrooms are not. And I also think when you take a large dose of shrooms, opposed to large, I don't know, I, I shouldn't say this, but you take a large yeah. high THC dosage it's a little different i feel like you're still all there you're like super conscious where i feel like shrooms you just start seeing all kinds of crazy stuff and you kind of feel like you're not as there when you take a large dose which is a difference i think the tripping is just different on the two both will make you crazy and they both can give you a lot of anxiety if you, if you don't do it the right way it's but in accession it's it's another thing like i feel like when it's it's like anything too much yeah. of a good thing's bad for you it's just it's you just have to like monitor anything. yeah exactly. monitor how much you, you you're yep. taking you just take really little doses of anything before you start to see yeah. where you you, you I, land yeah dude my take on this is that i i think that um i can't wait for psilocybin to be legal and it's already starting to be decriminalized in like DC and you mentioned Portland and like all these other places. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the combination of mushrooms of, of cannabis, both psychoactive and non-psychoactive, all these different types of like minerals and nutrients or whatever else you can put in your body. Like these all, in my opinion, seem to have a macro entourage effect on the entire body. We talk about these entourage like these mini ecosystems of entourage effects within cannabis and the endocannabinoid system and the serotonin and, and the mushrooms and, and, you know, all these different systems that probably have these different little entourage effects there. There, in my opinion, I think there's a macro entourage effect for the human body. When you put all these things together, these different huge entourage effects, right? It's like all these little universes and you put them all together and you get the macro universe, right? So I, I think that overall, this is going to move just like cannabis. Um, I think utilizing non-psychoactive nootropic mushrooms, which I've been doing for a few years now, has definitely aided in my immunity and assisting my immunity. It's helped me think better and clearer. Uh, it, it's just helped me feel better overall. So I, I definitely know then and feel like this is just going to be very similar to the way cannabis has expanded. Um, I don't see any reason why at this point, why somebody would not utilize um, non-psychoactive nootropic mushrooms, similar to high CBD cannabis. I, I don't see any reason why they're both good for you. And I would recommend both really, in my opinion. But uh, Jack, I wanted to ask you, man, like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel similar? Do you feel like they're different? I mean, overall, like, do you, do you kind of see it going the same way as cannabis? Yeah, I mean, just look at it. Like, you feel like you, you look at Portland and these other states, like it's it, it, this uh, Oregon, you see all these changes. It, it it just it looks just like how cannabis changed, you know, like yeah. state by state. 
they started changing their laws and I see that happening too, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I got, I got a quick, quick, quick thing I wanted to mention. Um, also like you look like I've noticed. So I went into, when I went to the underground, um, cannabis uh place like a cannabis like kind of like a cafe like a cannabis bar it's underground nobody like you know you have to know somebody to get in when i went there as soon as i walk past you know get past security walk in there's like a bar and then there's like all these really cool like couch areas and it's just there's smoke everywhere it's a really cool spot and um there's like a bar and in the bar it's like just cannabis products so you got like oh you want to there's a there was a nice woman there was just like you want tinctures you want cannabis you want uh or do you want roll-ups like what do you want an eighth like everything and then i look over the side they have like little wonka like willy wonka in the chocolate factory psilocybin bars with like mm. different little blocks that you could break off and it's like oh this is for it's microdosing all- it's like it's wild like and it's like it's cool because you get to there's different things out there and it's just it's it's becoming more um accepted i feel like psilocybin as we continue um but yeah it was really cool it's there and and you're probably wondering how do i get this how do i get psilocybin you gotta know a guy (laughs) you gotta gotta know a guy that's that's the most unfortunate part about about psilocybin right now is you you gotta know a guy man and and that's just but how different is that than cannabis right that's so back in the day like that's the same shit you know you gotta know a guy and so it's um, but you don't have to know a guy if you want non psychoactive nootropic mushrooms. Yes. So yeah, it's uh, it's I feel like we're going the way the world's going. It's getting more accepted, and it's it's awesome. It's it's cool because it gives people more options to try different things, and you know, it, it it's it's nature. Mushrooms come from the. I mean, they're grown on like you know poop and stuff, but like a lot of you know it's fertilizer. <laughs> so, but it's it's mother nature. It's just like you know cannabis is mother nature. This is mother made. It's not man made stuff. This is like. You know, comes yeah. from the ground. Comes from Mother Earth, Earth Day. That was Earth Day and, that day. And that that doesn't always mean it's good, right? We know, like, there's poisonous oh, plants yeah, and shit. We know that, of course. Yeah. But but it could be poisonous. There are poisonous mushrooms. Yeah, don't eat any mushrooms. <laughs> so there. we know that. You know but that, yeah. but if we know that we're getting something that is like a chocolate bar and it's got psilocybin in it, and it's like we know it's legit, like, you know, your source, just like cannabis, it's fine. Like, yep. I don't want to say it's fine yeah, like that, but like, I don't know for sure, but we know, most it's, likely. We know cannabis is fine. We know it, yeah. Right. So it's like, again, we need research. We need, we need, we need legalization. We need, yep. um, you know, we need transparency and, and all this stuff. And in order to help people feel much better and in, in going forth and yeah. utilizing and integrating these with their lives. Right. So, um, we need doctors. I, just, I can't Sorry. wait till it's. We was gonna say we need doctors yeah. to study this stuff more. Like if we like, just like you're saying, if we legalize it, then doctors can study it and then they can prescribe it, and it could be yeah. like a thing. Like, yeah. but I feel like money is a thing here too. Yeah. Like the pharmaceutical industry is yeah. not gonna like all these natural things that could be possibly used for. Because I've seen things studies of cannabis helping with with, with cancer and chemo, or uh, well, and psilocybin too. So. There's, there, but we don't know. Yeah. Just like you said. Yeah. No. No. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I I just I can't wait, man. I can't wait till we we to keep pushing this and we get this to a place where it's going to be just like cannabis, and because we're only going to be better, right? People are only going to they're going to get that. You know, some some people who may not be using cannabis yeah. may be cool with trying non psychoactive nootropic mushrooms, and they should be because they're only going to help you. So, like, go on Amazon, like 
find a good like there's like alpha brain they're kind of like pricey but i i get you know i get some good stuff on amazon i just do some research i look at the reviews and i try them and they're pretty decent the mud water that's been like it's a real good. thing yeah right so these try it, guys you can have definitely delivered to your door and, and that's just you know and grab some cbd like like you know some broad spectrum cbd like is totally cool right that means there's no thc in it and I think THC is cool too, right? <laughs> so I use it every day. But like, if you're if you're in that place or that space where you can't, you know, for you know maybe work reasons or state reasons and country reasons, if you're listening to us in another country, which a lot of you do, um, you know, if the, any of these other options are available, you should you should use it because whenever you have something that can help with any type of nootropic entourage positive effect in your body, I mean, that's what your body wants and needs to stay balanced and to, to keep you moving in the best fashion, right? Moving forward. So yeah, man, I'm so excited for this to get legalized and for our world to get better um, for my kids, right? That's that's obviously yeah, why 100%. I want to do this, but uh, the world will only be better and maybe we'll have less wars and <laughs> all that stuff if people are a little more chill because that stuff is more accepting and you know, but historically that wasn't the case, but now we have better understandings of how things work, right? I mean, we're hopefully better humans than we were 2,000 years ago. We'll see, right. but find out. But anyways, Jack, uh, always a pleasure, man. That's all I have on this topic today. I wanted to make it a nice 30-ish minute content-packed episode yeah. on psilocybin and cannabis and, you know, considering the two and utilizing the two. So Absolutely. anything else, Jack? Anything that... Do it with your friends. Yeah. Get some psilocybin. Yeah. Do it. If you're going to do it, do it with yeah. your friends. Do it Mother Nature. Last time I did it, we were, me and two of my really good friends from back home, we were we were in the woods under the stars. Like, well, not under stars. is during the day. But we saw clouds. They looked, They took the forms of Buddha. All three of us saw it. We were all in like an eighth of shrooms. And like, it was the craziest experience because all three of us saw it. And it's like, how is this possible? And I've heard other stories of other people's like sinking and seeing things like it it doesn't yeah, make any sense like cool. things that aren't there it was like a cloud full of buddhas like they're not nope. there's no way there's a cloud full awesome. of buddha shaped clouds like it's impossible they were like a perfect shape and we all saw it so it's really cool it's great for awesome. bonding and yeah good stuff and That's uh it. where can they find us where could everyone here find more about us email us guys the cannabis c at gmail.com instagram which we need to update the cannabis c just the letter C. And yeah, guys, we really appreciate you listening. Um, I got a better mic because of some awesome feedback uh, from one of the listeners. So we're trying to like, we appreciate you guys' feedback. Like, let us know if, uh, anything else, how we can improve the show. We, we really appreciate you guys for listening and any feedback. we, we Yeah, do, we this is, again, absolutely. This is why we do it. As Jack mentioned, we want the feedback. Give us suggestions on more content you'd like to hear. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, this is all and only for you and to help make this world a better place. And we appreciate all of you. And uh, we're going to be on a new network soon. So we should talk about that. And yeah. uh, and we're going to have some uh, some different advertisers coming on and in the shows and whatnot. So I just want to keep you guys updated on that um, as commercials, not as sponsors. Some will be sponsors, too. Guests, I should say. But uh, commercials there. But um, wanted to let you guys know that that'll be a change you guys will be hearing too. But stay safe. Stay well. Jack, appreciate you as always, my man. And uh, we will talk to all of you guys next week on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. See you guys soon. Cheers.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canna podcasters right here on PodConnex and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.